Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Hi. All right. Uh, We're here drinking more beer, talking about stuff, and uh, we're going to drink BrewDog today, which Mm -hmm. um, is headquarters actually in Scotland, but they uh, have an American presence in Columbus, Ohio is their Mm -hmm. main um, area, and uh, they've been around for a while, and they've been all over the news, all over things. They've had lots and lots and lots of beers released, so we're going to give a couple of them a try today. That sounds good. What's first? We're going to drink Hellcat, okay. which is a cold IPA, which I don't really know. How do you drink a warm IPA? So I'm, I'm I not, mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume maybe that's a brewing process question I'm that going we don't to know. assume <laughs> that I don't know, but the fun part of this is that it's a collaboration with Iron maiden which maybe some of you will know who that is but um <laughs> and so it's iron maiden and brew dog unite to launch hellcat uh it is a let's see hellcat rages with a citrus forward flavor and an aggressive malty backbone aggressive i don't think i've used the term aggressive for a beer before but i'm gonna try uh Complex yet balanced, refreshing golden beer brewed in the U.S., so it's got to be brewed in Columbus. Um, Hellcat joins the global trooper family of beers crafted by maiden vocalist and beer aficionado Bruce Dickinson, huh. which I had no idea that that was... Uh, it's it's made in Winchester, Ohio, so... Okay. Well, yeah. I didn't know any of that. Right? Neither I did didn't I. know that the member of... Iron, Iron Maiden was a beer, beer aficionado, aficionado nope. but that makes me want to hang out with him. Yeah, of course. News to me. News to me. So I'll add him fun. to the list of potential guests for us. Why <laughs> just the kidding. heck not? <laughs> sure. How cool would that be, you guys? All right, Bruce, let's do this. There is a list like that, you guys, and trust me, I would love oh, it to get most of them yeah. that are on that list on the podcast with us some of them we've started to check off we've had some really cool guests in the last year yep we always say to ourselves we need to get back to that we will Uh, we will will. we've got some on the in in the in the burner there's some in the hopper that we just have to kind of tag in so we'll definitely do that and then we'll you know we'll get back around to the some of the reaches we'll see if we can get a reach i mean why not like people invite celebrities to their weddings all the time just for the heck of it i feel like we could totally reach out and with the invention of like with the with the intention no i thought that was what you uh, were i can't use for. words my brain is not <laughs> oh working. no <laughs> but with the reach of zoom now that right. you can pretty much like talk to anybody anytime so why the heck yeah. not at least give it a shot so anyways Absolutely. let's drink let's, some uh hellcat here let's try hellcat mm, it smells like an ipa i don't know what cold ipa is different but i mean it's been in the fridge I was going to say, I mean, it is cold because it was just in the refrigerator, <laughs> and that was all my brain could process for the first taste, so I probably have to uh, give it one more taste. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's actually 
pretty flavorful. Yeah. It's a little little bitter on the back end. It's a pretty good IPA, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's a little more subtle than the one we had last time um, from Dogfish Head. That was much more hoppy. Like pronounced. Yes, 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 yes. This is good. It's more it's mellow. A little, yeah, I think it would be a little more well-received by like a non-IPA drinker. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Or someone who maybe just doesn't favor that style. Yeah, this has a little more citrusiness to it, in my opinion, and a little more mellow. Yeah. Uh, not as much of the bitterness, but definitely... Definitely standard IPA. It's just a little bit more easily drinkable, I would say, than some sure. of the other more bitter, hoppy IPAs. But this is definitely good. I actually really do enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Why don't you uh, yeah. tell me some All fun right. and not so fun, maybe, facts about yeah, BrewDog? Yeah, BrewDog is an interesting, interesting company. I didn't really know much about them other than hearing them in the news a handful of times and... Um, knowing they have a beer hotel in Ohio that yes, I want to visit. Yes, I've so. <laughs> uh, looked at that place, and they have, like, a hot tub with beer in it yeah, and stuff so like that's, that. Yeah, so that's one of the, the fun things. So they their headquarters in Scotland, they started in 2007. Um, it was just two friends that started making craft beer in northeastern Scotland in tiny batches, filling bottles by hand, selling at local mar- markets out of the back of an old van. Like... Just two sure, dudes sure. driving around trying to sell beer. Um, so that was 2007. Uh, 2008, they started exporting to Sweden, Japan, and the U.S. They wound up becoming uh, Scotland's largest independent brewery. Okay. Um, which I did have to look up how many breweries are actually in Scotland. Because yeah. I was like, is that really a big deal? Because like Scotland to me is like scotch and whiskey. Like, yeah. So I'm like... What's the numbers There's here? 100 breweries in Scotland. That's which, it? Yeah, but Scotland's like a state. Yeah, okay. Like it's not. <laughs> All right, yeah, I guess it's I not don't that know big. If, my, <laughs> if I can grasp the gravity of that number in relation to Scotland, because my Scotland knowledge is pretty low. Yeah, so I feel like you need to put like <laughs> Scotland on a map and well, figure yeah. out like how like, big. What's the population of Scotland? That, I guess that would be my question. Like, is there like a you know? Well, Scotland's only thirty thousand square miles, okay. so it's not oh. like it's not very big. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm going to tell you, let's see. What's the population of Scotland? Under 6 million people. It's about the size of South Carolina. Okay, so yeah. Compared to a state. You know, so then now 100 breweries seems like a pretty fair number. Right? I mean, not like an insanely high number or an insanely low number. But like an average number for for a South Carolina-sized state. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's not that big. Um, But also, Scotland is not who I think of when I think beer. Yeah. So that's why I was like, is this even a thing? Is this the only brewery in Scotland? And it's not. So fair enough. <laughs> so I had to look that up. But anyways, uh, in 2009, they launched what they called Equity for Punks, which they did over and over and over again many times over the years, uh-huh. uh, which is just to raise capital. And they sold shares in their company to try and continue doing the miscellaneous things that they wanted to do and brew beer and do weird things. So at the time, they were doing weird things like aging beer on the deck of a fishing boat or at the bottom of the ocean or making one of the most expensive beers ever made, which was called The End of History. It's the second most expensive beer ever made and bottled. Okay. Um, so there were 12 bottles of this beer made. It's a 55% ABV Belgian ale. Okay. So it's just mostly 
alcohol. Uh, it was sold at 765 US dollars per 330 milliliters. Oof. And they were packaged in taxidermy. So Ew. the bottle was in a stuffed gray squirrel or a stoat. And I didn't know what a stoat was. Kind of looks like a ferret. Okay. So they're bottles of beer with... Like, you could pick up the squirrel and drink from, like, the squirrel's mouth is what oh, it looks my. like. Yeah, so weird stuff. They're, they're raising that's, money to do... Uh, that's pretty weird. Weird stuff. Yeah, I don't so, like it. All right, moving on. Uh, so by 2012, they had six bars across the UK. 2013, they opened in Sweden, and they launched BrewDogs TV show, which you can Google, and they have episodes. Okay. Uh, um uh 2014 they opened 12 new bars including ones in brazil and japan they just keep expanding and expanding and expanding um they continue like i said launching equity for punk's miscellaneous campaigns i think they're up to like six of them now or something like that so every time they continue expanding they raise more money um in 2017 though which was cool they created what they call the unicorn fund and they pledged to donate 20 percent of their profits every year to various charities and organizations oh, okay um so that was kind of cool and in 2017 they also began brewing in columbus ohio okay. so that's when they actually physically had a presence in the u.s and wasn't just exporting to the u.s okay cool <laughs> um so 2018 that fun craft beer hotel that we talked about was opened in ohio okay um and then they tried in 2019 and 2020 you know during the bad times moving towards being more environmentally friendly um they were added as a b corp which is an ethical environmentally friendly corporation um a place that certifies those they became the first carbon negative brewery at that time as well um and they produced and donated over five hundred thousand bottles of hand sanitizer during the bad time okay um so good things they're they're doing good things uh now at this point they're producing over six hundred eighty thousand barrels a year they've got four different breweries a hundred different relative bars across the world so it feels like they're they're doing good um they sell a ton of beer. They have lots of different types, things, etc. They do weird stuff. But then, you know, they're, they're in the news for, like, controversies over okay. and, and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started early on in, like, the early, t- you know, end of 2009, 2008-ish, like, right after they opened, um, they had beer removed from shelves for not being within the minimum standards for ABV in the UK. So they exceeded oh. them and they didn't care. And they had beer removed from, from shelves there for not following okay. the law. Okay. Um, and then they had uh, complaints about profanity on their website. Excessive okay. profanity. Okay. <laughs> I read some of them. It was it was a lot, a lot of swears, even for me. So okay, they had, fair enough. They're so like, not talking about a one-off. Free speech. No, it wasn't like one word. It was like a rant about whatever. Um, and then they had criticism of their owners dressing in drag and being homophobic and transphobic. Oh, jeez. So lots of controversy. In 2017, they had a legal battle over the next beer we're going to drink, which is called Elvis Druce. And they were fighting with the uh, state of Elvis Presley because the 
Elvis Presley estate claimed that Elvis is trademark, which it's not. It's just a name. But they tried to get them to remove Elvis juice from the market. I see. Um, they lost that, obviously, because we're going to drink it. But they were in the news for that. In 2018, they released a pink IPA, which in theory was for a good cause for International Women's Day. Uh, but the authorities, the powers that be, found that their marketing was appealing to children and made them pull that. Oh, no. So there was that. Uh, in 2020, they got in trouble for claiming that their hard seltzer was healthy and paid advertisements. Um, oh. It's not. It's seltzer. It's not healthy. It has it's, no redeeming qualities. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard seltzer. Uh, So there's that. In 2021, 61 former employees signed an open letter to the CEO alleging a toxic culture of fear and cutting corners on health and safety to grow at all costs. Oh, no. So the CEO did put out a public apology, but, you know, how far that goes. We don't know. Doesn't hold a lot of water, probably. Uh, And in 2022, just a few months ago last year, they were in breach of U.S. federal law for sending previous shipments of beer with ingredients that were not legally approved by the FDA. Um, They also lost their B Corp status as an ethical environmentally friendly corporation after a BBC documentary entitled The Truth About Brewdog, which I have not watched. Um, And they also had, (laughs) finally, this is the last fun fact that I have, they had an ad pulled because it claimed that a fruit-flavored beer could be considered as one of your five fruits and vegetables for the day. Oh, no. I will say that last one (laughs) I feel like is one of those, like, be careful, don't spill coffee on your lap. Like, where you're like, yeah, no, obviously, this isn't one of my fruits. it's not, yeah. So, like, part of me... You can see where I'm going. Oh, like, no, I totally get it. Like, are like, you really that dumb to think it's a fruit or a vegetable? Come on, like, you guys. Yeah, are the you general public, on this? unfortunately, is, yeah, there's some people that but, aren't very smart. Yeah. But However, I feel like that is not the, <laughs> we should not aim for the bottom, guys. Yeah. You got to aim somewhere else when you're talking about standards. Bit, That's my A little bit higher, it was, yeah. in my opinion. But yeah, so the, the good and the bad with this company yeah that's a very long interesting list (laughs) but um so they've made some great beers over the years they've opened a crap load of businesses i mean they're just constantly growing and bringing in money and doing things and it seems like from the beginning though they really didn't they did not stray away from controversy. I mean, like literally from the beginning. So they, I mean, they started, they started this company when they were 24 years old. Wow. So they were young and they probably figured I'm going to do whatever I want. So, and they continued doing that and still even until recently continue doing that. So we'll see what happens next, I guess. But I guess keep an eye on them. Yeah. If you're looking for intrigue. (laughs) Yeah. They've definitely been in the news a number of times about a variety of different things, good, bad, and otherwise. Um, but they're still headquartered. They they brew a lot in Aberdeen now, Scotland. They were in a small town where they started, but they moved to one of the largest cities there. And they make a ton of beer, and they have lots of stuff. And I would still, I would still patronize their uh, their hotel someday, maybe. And uh, it does look appealing. I have yeah. looked into it. I used to go to a conference in Columbus, mm-hmm. Ohio. And there was one year where the hotel was open and I was visiting mm-hmm. the city and I kind of like passively considered sure, sure. the idea of doing that. Um, but I was with a group 
Um, and I wasn't driving by myself, yeah. so it just like mathematically Didn't wasn't going to work out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, I would definitely add it to our road trip list at some point in time. Uh-huh. But yeah, so people, people, some people hate BrewDog. Some people have never heard of BrewDog. Uh, I honestly don't know if I've really drank much from BrewDog. Yeah, I don't. My husband's not a fan, and Which is since fair, he's yeah. my primary provider of provider, alcohol, yeah. I probably haven't had any in my fridge. Yeah, maybe ever. Yeah, I um, don't know if I have either, to be honest with you. Yeah. So it would be hard for me to tell you that I've had a BrewDog yeah. beer before this one. Same. I'm not entirely sure I have. So it's a new experience. I figure just because they've yeah. got some some negative things in their past it's you know we might as well add them to the list to give a try and i you know i've thought more about that and you know there have been breweries that we've shied Mm -hmm. away from because there's controversy or there's even really negative things going on Mm -hmm. with that brewery and there's a part of me now that we've come out with this many episodes where i feel like we can visit with that brewery and have a conversation about the value and then also the negative yeah. of that place and, you know, what its impact on sure. the local beer community has been yeah. without necessarily promoting it. I think initially when we yeah. started the podcast, we focused really hard on wanting to talk about breweries in a very positive light, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially really local small yes, breweries. True, I don't true. ever want to say something negative about a little brewery that's yeah. trying to survive. Yeah. You know, obviously, if they do something terrible, we will just we would just have not featured them. Sure, sure. Um, but now that we've kind of moved along and we've been doing this for a while, I feel like I am much more comfortable with featuring a brewery that maybe has some controversy mm-hmm. because I think we can talk about it and allow our listeners to kind of like realize we're not promoting them. We're not telling you go drink Brew Dog. Yeah. We're like, telling here's the story you, too. This is their thing. And now some people probably didn't know any of this. Yeah. And get to register their we're own also opinion. Also educating. On this place. That's yes. what we're doing. Part of this is education. Exactly. So and we're we're storytelling and educating yeah. people. And yeah. I'm good with that. How so. valuable is that, you guys? Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. So now that we've moved on from brewery topic. Let's uh let's carry on our conversation from last time. Sort of. Yeah. Kind of stay in the same vein and talk about discipline a little bit mm-hmm. more. But this time we're going to talk about discipline styles that we've seen other parents utilize mm-hmm. and maybe even how we have handled disciplining somebody else's children. Yeah. Which I think, speaking of controversy, is yeah. kind of a controversial attitude. I understand that some parents have the opinion that they don't want you to discipline their children. Yeah. Pretty much under any circumstances. Mm -hmm. I will intervene when safety is at play. If there is a safety issue. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't care whose kid it is. Yeah. If your kid is going to push my kid off the swing set, I will run over. Literally any other kid. Yeah. Yeah. I will run over and I will prevent that from happening Mm -hmm. at pretty much any cost. Obviously, not with the intention of causing more harm. Sure, sure, sure. But but to protect somebody from getting harmed is one thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I definitely, I've had friends and acquaintances of a variety of different parenting styles over the years. And I would definitely say that probably because they are my friends and people that I choose to spend time with, we are 
often similar in that. Sure. So there's lots of times when kids are in my backyard playing or whatever, and whichever adult happens to be out there disciplines everybody. Right. Like literally it doesn't matter which situation, whichever kid is doing something they shouldn't be doing. They get yelled at by whatever adult happens to see it. Yes. And I'm cool with that. But I've also had acquaintances over the years that don't discipline their children very much and therefore would not take kindly to anyone else disciplining their children either. There's people that think that, you know, discipline is not a thing. You know, we talked about last time a little bit about rewarding good behavior versus disciplining negative behavior. And some people only believe in one or the other and not a combination of both. So um, it's interesting definitely seeing different people when their children do act up, how they react to that. And I will say I definitely judge parents for that. Mostly on the, your kid's being a little a-hole and you did nothing. Like, those are the times... Most other times, like, whatever. If you're parenting different than me, cool, fine. But, like, if your kid's being outwardly a jerk to everybody and, and you, you do nothing. sit by and do yeah, nothing. Those are the parents that I judge. Sure. <laughs> I agree. We can agree that every child will occasionally have a meltdown that spirals out of control. Yeah. And oh, so sure. there are always going to be moments where you as a parent aren't going to be able to lock down a situation Mm -hmm. immediately with your kid. And sometimes those occasions happen around other kids and other parents. And so I believe Mm -hmm. that, yeah, there are going to be moments where I'm going to see a parent attempt to discipline their child or rein them in and fail. Oh, it's going to happen. Sure, That happens. Yeah. But there's a difference. Yeah. No, if you've at least attempted versus you're sitting on your phone completely ignoring or you look up, you see your kids being a jerk and you don't say anything like like there was a kid that I yelled at that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah. At a park. And he wasn't even necessarily doing things, but he was saying offensive things. And there were little kids at that park. I have a very similar story where I went to a park with kids and this high schooler started, I'll put it mildly and say, flirting with me. (laughs) But he was not flirting with me. He was saying extremely inappropriate things to me and my kids were there. Yeah. And we immediately left. Oh, And I said... I was like, you need to get away from me. Yeah. And uh, I didn't necessarily discipline him sure. per se, but I did emphasize that he was being inappropriate and we left. Yeah. Um, and that situation definitely could have escalated and fortunately did not. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, yeah. So, and I will also say that I am more likely to step in and say something when there are kids that are, uh, treating my oldest son negatively, whether they are saying something or if they, they've never physically pushed him. And frankly, he's a big kid. I don't know if it would really affect right. him. But, but when still. they're like, they've called to names, they've said inappropriate things. Like yeah. I will open my mouth and say something to Absolutely. kids like that. Sure. So if there's just a conflict, like somebody's arguing, or this is that was mine, or it's my turn. 
often I'll be like, you guys, you're old enough, figure it out amongst yeah. yourselves. I'm not even getting involved in this. Right. So it's got to be a, somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody is bullying another kid. Someone is already hurt, yeah. even if it's emotionally. Right. Something yeah. like that before I truly will step in. But I will 100% step in and say something, whether it's my child or someone else's child, frankly. I agree 100%. Um, I also have a little bit different attitude when we're on my home turf. If you're at my house, yeah. Uh, whether your parent is with you or not. So if this oh, is a child sure. visiting or if your parents are there, if you're under my roof and I see a situation that needs to be addressed, I will most likely just address it mm-hmm. and not necessarily tag in the parent, oh, whether they're there or not. I would too, like, yeah. I will separate kids that are fighting or I will try to use logic to use some of my own discipline styles to con- mm-hmm. encourage behavior to change. Yeah. Um, and I have no issue with that. If you're in my house and you're going to wreck my stuff, oh, you're going to get yeah. called out. Yeah. I will deal with that. For sure. Without right. hesitating. If you're in my house, you need to respect things. I will say that I am guessing, even if I haven't observed some people's discipline styles, that there are often children that are friends with my kids who do not get disciplined for things because they don't have that much respect for your stuff for your time for right they don't they also don't necessarily have manners for when they're here eating a meal like they lack manners yeah. like and that's actually a surprise kind of sometimes it depends i don't know it's weird the things that you learn when you spend some time you know with kids just like at your house that yeah. are running around playing or having a meal or having a sleepover or something because you observe things and you're like, I hope my kid doesn't do that when they're at someone else's house right? or, you know, is this okay in that person's house? And sometimes it's hard to know whether that's what they do at their own house. So they're comfortable with right. it or they're doing something different because they're not at home and they think they won't get in trouble. Right. And I sometimes have no idea where that line is of, is this normal behavior for them? So they think it's fine or are they just trying to get away with something because they're not in front of their parents? Well, but that kicks in your own discipline style Mm -hmm. where you get to warn them about bad behavior where, you know, if some kid is doing something that you don't want them to do and they're in your house, you can be like, Hey, you better stop that. Yep. Oh, and yeah. when the if they don't, mm-hmm. uh, then you get to you get to discipline them. Yeah. Or they go home or they yeah. whatever, like you're done yeah. playing, we're done. Like there's there's definitely definitely been times that I will say that is not allowed in my house. I don't care what you do at your house. Right. But that is not allowed in I my house. I think that's a good phrase. So I, I think that's I've good. Definitely used that with my, my kids' friends in the past i so. i try very hard not to yell in general as we talked about last I time i try not to yell in front of my kids friends but, but you i know. do <laughs> I, yeah I, that too i was mm-hmm. gonna go the route of saying mm-hmm. that i try not to yell at other people's children too much well but that's I, fair I, I have don't get me wrong yes, i have i have i did um get very upset recently oh, mm. I, over i will say i overreacted <laughs> my son's friend came over to ask him to come over to his house oh, and play okay. And he walked in, and he walked from the door to, like, my dining room table, Uh which is just kind of across the room. Uh, That's where my dining room is. And I noticed shortly after that he had tracked mud all over the place. I'd be so mad. And I I immediately yelled at him. I was like, what is this? What are you doing? (laughs) 
wipe your feet get off my floor and yeah. i just started like laying into <laughs> like, this dude, child kid pay attention and yeah. he ran over to the front like we have right, a little rug yeah, at the yeah, door yeah, yeah. and he ran over to it and he's standing on it and he is turned away from me facing oh, yeah. the exit of my home <laughs> like like head down yeah and i was just like oh sorry i know i just like screamed at you i just <laughs> i got, saw mud all over my floor yeah, there's just look at this there's mud everywhere and i kind of start yelling again and i'm like no okay, sorry stop, sorry stop. yeah just, yeah <laughs> and i was just like but come on dude like take your shoes off next time if you're gonna come in i exactly. mean you know yeah or like that's the right thing to do i will say though that i feel a little bit better sometimes when i'm around other parents and i hear them yelling way worse than i yell oh, at my children yeah. which isn't a good thing it's not like oh yeah i'm better than them feel better but it about gives me it. a little bit like oh okay like i'm not i'm not as bad as that like <laughs> yeah i don't swear at my kids yeah. like yeah sure that's yeah sure kind of where i draw the line like i don't and I'm not going to pretend that I don't swear in front of my kids because I definitely do. Um, but I don't swear at yeah. them. No, I don't either. That's and, my distinction. Yeah. Like, and it's not that I do it on purpose even in front of them. It's just sometimes it's just it just comes out. Like, it I'm does. Just so naturally. You're a human being, Laura. Yeah. But I don't swear at my children. Right. But I've definitely been around people that do. Yes. Which is, I guess, my line, maybe. I don't know. Sure, sure. <laughs> Everybody's got a line. The, even in the scheme of discipline tactics, while I do not yell, I do not um, curse at my kids, mm-hmm. I I can allow for that a little bit more than some of the other discipline tactics mm-hmm. I've encountered, which is kind of what I want to oh, switch yeah. over and talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, some are similar, you know, I've seen parents give time out and warnings and things like that, that I do. Um, I witnessed a child being spanked at great America once with my oldest, we were waiting in line for a ride and he was probably, my son Mm -hmm. was probably only seven or eight. Yeah. So this was a few years ago Mm -hmm. and, uh, this lady, spanked her much younger child he was maybe three oh, or wow. four um and my son turned to me and immediately said she just spanked him out loud and she looked at my son and said oh yeah well we do that in my family mm-hmm. and now he's gonna behave and my <laughs> son i just did the thing where I pointed out my eyes <laughs> yeah. and then I showed him the back of my hand <laughs> and then I was like, I'm just kidding. You're a cool man, but yeah. don't make me hit you. No. <laughs> don't and make I was me like, do that. You see that? That's what you don't want. Well, yeah. and I had to play it very cool with my son because I wasn't about to like get into a random argument. with a, Yeah, in the middle of Great America. But like, I was yeah. just like, you know, there are parents who do spank their kids when they get out yeah. of line and when they misbehave. And that is something that parents do. And my son was horrified. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't do that either. No. So, and we never got that as kids either. Like, that was not a punishment that we got. So, but there are definitely people that are of the mindset that that's the way that you're going to get them to listen, which I'm not going to judge them. Like, if they are not truly physically hurting them, I mean, I, I... I get it. I'm, you know, there's there's a line for everything. Sure. So I think that my, if, we, if we're gonna weigh in on the subject of like physical, getting physical with your kids mm-hmm. in that fashion where you're kind of yeah. hitting them, 
I don't want to use that word, but let, let's yeah. use that word. Um, my biggest concern mm-hmm. as a parent with using that as a discipline tactic is that you cannot trade violence with violence. Agreed. So if your kid is aggressive or physical yeah. or misbehaves in a physical or aggressive way and you spank them, yep. you may not be sending the message that you're trying to send. Correct. Because you I, can't say don't hit, but I'm going to hit, gonna hit you. And it's punishment for hitting. I've definitely, don't get me wrong. I've been tempted many oh, a times. Like oh. it's, I have to stop myself sometimes and be like, don't smack that kid because yeah. I want to, but I don't. Yeah. And I definitely <laughs> think like with my oldest for a period, he was very aggressive. Yeah. So we've gotten, you know, a variety of different medications, trial and error over the years. But he was someone that would or could hurt someone, hit them or whatever. Sure. And that was actually very, very hard to not instinctually retaliate to do the same thing. Well, if somebody hits you. Your your reaction is to hit back. And I get that he's a kid, but like... That's just a natural instinct. And like he was also like four and a half feet tall and 115 pounds. So like... It'd be, it's not, a it's baby. not that it's different, but like, it's not a, per, it's not a little tiny thirty pound baby that. We're not is, talking about a toddler yeah, here. We're not. That's just and like so throwing a train at you. Like he almost broke my nose before. He definitely broke my finger. Like it's yeah. really hard at that point to be like, don't, you know, like remain calm, and sure. don't hit. But you can't say, especially like with him, that in my head I'm going. I'm literally going to say you can't hit people. And then if I hit him, that's doing the exact well, opposite. And especially in your son's case, yeah. but in anybody's but case. But it would confuse. Like, no matter what, if you're saying don't do this and then you do it, in general, it sends a very conflicting message, in my opinion. Yeah. That so. is honestly my big hang up with it. Yeah. It's not that well, I necessarily think you should not spank your kids. Sure, sure. It's that I worry... That if you use it as a consequence for doing something aggressive, yeah. you might yeah. you might come off as a hypocrite doing yeah. it. No, and I, I totally don't, get your that. Your kids aren't going to get that. They're yeah. not going to be like, well, she hit me because I did something wrong. They're going to think, well, she hit me because I hit somebody. But right. isn't that the same thing? And a lot like, of kids, the logic. Right. And even like, I'll, you know, I'll have a conversation with the twins and like, their brains are very simple at this age. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. They're sm- they're and they're smart kids, but with some of that cause and effect, it is not. There is not a complicated. It's like this happened, then this happened. So if I hit and then I get hit, then why shouldn't I just hit anyways? Like, yeah. What is so? What's uh, this? The, just means I can eventually hit somebody who deserves to get hit. Yeah, and I don't. If I think they deserve it. Right. Then I'll it, hit then them. it's okay. Yeah, and don't and also like. We have taught our kids, like, defend yourself if you're getting hit. Well, like, don't throw the yeah. first punch. But this is not... It's, it's it's something that we definitely... It's just not a discipline spell we use. And I do yeah. think that it would be confusing for young children. It would be very confusing for my oldest. Yes. And there's lots of kids that wouldn't be able to differentiate in their brain what's wrong about hitting if it's okay for mom or dad to do it. Yes. So that's that's a struggle, though, in general. Like, swearing, too. Like, my kids actually are like, those are adult words. We can't say them until we're adults. 
But it there's a fine line too. What makes it okay for mom to do it, but not okay for me to do it? Sure. And so hitting is another similar thing. Like, why is it okay if you do it, but not if I do it? And I think that that can be a confusing line for them. I agree. I so. agree. I think that as parents, and fortunately slash unfortunately, <laughs> you do walk a very fine line when it comes to modeling behavior. Yes. Because yes. if you swear all the time... Mm-hmm. And your kid drops an F-bomb. Yeah. You have to figure out what, what the punishment is for that. And it might be a punishment for both of you. Right. Where you stop swearing in front of your kid. Yeah, Because agreed. if you don't want them to do it, you probably shouldn't do it in front of them. Yeah. No, I, I can't argue. I mean, I'm a hypocrite, but yeah. Also, my kids don't swear. Yeah, mine don't. Mine don't either. Although they, but they will do what you just described with your kids. Where like, if I say a curse word or my husband does, Mm -hmm. uh, they'll be like, "You just said the s word." Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, but it was appropriate. Yeah, my kids definitely point it out. Like when we say things that we shouldn't say. uh, Not all the time, but periodically, and they're like, "You said a bad word, mommy," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Thank you. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. I don't have a swear jar. Maybe we should start. Yeah, well, um, especially with getting possible. older. Yeah, but I've never, they have never gotten in trouble for saying anything like that in any context of which, and don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure I've heard my son, uh, my youngest, like, say a swear word when he, like, kicks the chair. And I'm like, you know what? Sure, I'm not, yeah. not even saying anything pass. on that. That gets passed because yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. But they never say it to other people. They don't say it derogatory they're not way. They're calling somebody They're never word. doing that. They don't even call people. If you, if you call someone stupid, they'll tell you that that's a bad word. You shouldn't yeah. call people stupid, which I agree. And we taught them that. So <laughs> That's but, a big thing for us, too. Well, we talk about that you should not. Mm-hmm. You do not call someone an idiot. Yep. You don't call them stupid. Same. Yeah. I don't care what's happening. Yeah. They're not those things. Yep. And even even if they did something that you think was bad decision, yep. that doesn't give you the authority to say that to, they are to yeah. call them that. Agreed. And yeah. I I take it very seriously. Those words and even the word hate. I yeah. don't like to throw that word Agreed. around. And it's funny because I've probably said it over the years True. in this podcast. I've probably said, oh, I hate that. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I hate when they put too much coconut in beer. And, like, <laughs> and I'm using the word hate to describe some silly flavor in a right. beer, which is a, a total overreaction. Sure, sure, sure. But if you, you know, if your kid is like, I hate you, we just yeah. lost because of you, and they're playing a video That's game. That's not okay. Yeah. That is not yeah. acceptable. Agreed. That is not yeah how that word mm-hmm. is to be used I agree. describving a person by that. Is I just think that's a lot of what we differentiate is like an inanimate, uh, an inanimate object. I've said, well, that's stupid or something. Yeah. yeah. But like, we definitely differentiate, like you cannot call a person stupid yeah. or you cannot say you hate this person right. or something like that because it, a lot of it is just we we want we don't want our kids to be a bully, you know, and that is a slippery yeah. slope at eight years old. 
to start calling someone stupid and then continue along that path. And sure. so sure. we we don't do that. So I would say that they actually call me out on that word more than they even do swear words. <laughs> well, and uh, I get it. I get that. Yeah. I feel strongly about that yeah. word. So I'm gl- I'm glad mm-hmm. they're sensitive to it cuz yeah. that's a good sign. Yeah, they they definitely are. I you know, I think a lot of it too is that they are protective of their brother who is delayed significantly. So, you know, it could be a reference to him as right. well. Right. They would definitely don't want someone to use it as a descriptor yes. for him, yeah. which mm-hmm. they have every reason to be defensive yeah. and protective about. yeah absolutely but but yeah there's definitely um yeah we we try and do a good job of modeling for our children sometimes better than others (laughs) yeah yeah i mean you know everyone we've all got our flaws sometimes sometimes people drink a glass of scotch when they're by themselves making dinner yeah i will say that that's i mean we don't i we don't get drunk in front of our children. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, no. But we do drink in front of our children. So, yes. you know, we've got the pool. We've got the backyard. We often are sitting outside with a drink by the pool on a regular basis sure. all summer long. Yeah. Um, the kids know where the cooler is to go bring so-and-so a beer or a something. Sure. And, you know, but we've never been... Whenever the kids are around, we're never in a state that we could not take care of them or drive. That's a big thing for me as well. I think about that a lot. When I do have a drink while I'm making Mm -hmm. dinner, if my husband's not going to be home until late, I try to be very mindful of never going too far. Correct. Yeah. One beer... with my yeah. intake, one beer is not going to knock fine. me out. Right. So I know I can drink a beer yeah. and then have some dinner. And then after they go to bed, I could drink another beer. Sure. Yeah. And when my husband gets home, if I hypothetically drink another one, so desire, yeah. I can grab number three. Agreed. Yeah. But um, I try to be very mindful of that. I try not to be inhibited. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Especially when I'm alone with them. But also, even yeah. when I'm out and about, if we go out to dinner with my family or yeah. we uh, go to a birthday gathering yeah. and I have a drink by the pool, sure. yeah. you know, for example, mm-hmm. I make an effort not to uh overdo it and a lot yeah. of times i don't because i'm such a social person that, that you're just busy talking or doing stuff anyways. i never get yeah. enough drinking in because yeah. i talk too much that's totally <laughs> fair the only exception i will say is that i have had too much to drink not blackout drunk or anything like that when we're camping around okay. the campfire we're not going anywhere we're in the camper <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah sure I, that is probably the only time that i've maybe pushed that boundary a little bit sure but there's often six adults there and somebody is you know cognizant of what's going on but whenever i'm by myself i i don't i rarely have much of a drink at all um and a lot of times because my husband is on a 24-hour shift that means he's not home at all tonight you know like right you know maybe your husband might come home after the kids go to bed or something but my husband's not coming home until nine o'clock tomorrow morning sure so like so you're on I'm call all night, all night. too. Yeah. So, like, you can't go to bed drunk. Yeah, I can't go to bed and be like, I'm just going to sleep until morning. Because half the time, that doesn't happen. Yeah, so right? When's that day come, you guys? Up. All right, let's drink this last beer. We're going to drink Elvis juice, because we talked about Elvis juice. Uh, and why not? It's a grapefruit-infused IPA. IPA yeah. Which is interesting, because 
IPAs have that citrusy flavor already. Yeah, I'm very to it interested. Often. This smells like grapefruit juice, so like I'm very heavily grapefruit. Interested to taste it. Yeah, that aroma is very, very sweet, citrusy actually. Hmm. So I feel like it tastes a lot or smells a lot like grapefruit. It doesn't taste a lot it like grapefruit to me. It tastes like grapefruit. Not I won't say it doesn't taste like it grapefruit. It tastes at all. like an IPA. Yeah. And it tastes like a little bit more on the citrusy side of an IPA. But I would not say that this was a grapefruit IPA if I had it. I would just say this is an IPA. Well, especially if I didn't smell it. But I mean, like, yeah. I've had grapefruit IPAs before that this smell smells and like grapefruit. Taste. Like, smells like yeah, grapefruit a lot. Definitely. The definitely. taste to me is a little bit on the, like I said, citrusy, grapefruity side of right. an IPA. Right. But not as if they added extra grapefruit yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't get it a lot on the flavor. That's. Now, if you smelled it, you would have expected a significant amount of grapefruit in this drink. (laughs) I mean, this smells like a breakfast juice. I mean, it smells like... It does. It smells like juice. juice. It smells like a sweet, citrusy grapefruit juice. Mm -hmm. Like when you... You would not... You would have a little bit of a hard time just smelling this, knowing what this was. Because like an IPA smells like an IPA. Right. This overwhelmingly smells like grapefruit to me absolutely (laughs) so interesting interesting it doesn't taste bad i just expected more grapefruit yeah so it's just not exactly what you thought it was going to be correct yeah yeah so that's my synopsis of this one just like brew dog is a brewery they're just not exactly what you maybe (laughs) thought they were going to be or what you you expected yeah this you know what that probably really sums up the 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 ipa that's the cold IPA, which was cold because it was cold, and it tasted like an IPA, and the grapefruit that just kind of tasted like an IPA as well. So yeah. <laughs> that's where we're at with brew. Yep. But that's there all you right. Go. I'm, I'm glad we tried it. I learned some good, bad, and otherwise things about them. And, you know, they don't care if, I mean, I think they're on the mind of any publicity is good publicity from the looks of all I of the controversy guess they've been so. in. so. Yeah, I think that's the key. <laughs> I think that's key words right yeah. there. <laughs> so, all right. There we go. Sounds right. good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.